Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And today we're talking about pantsing versus planning. We have written, talked about these terms a lot, and I think we may have, like, semi-defined them. Um, but in, today's the day that we are defining the them. We're, like, fully defining them as best as we can. This is a continuation of our writing fundamentals series where we are talking about what we should have talked about at the very beginning, how to get started with writing. Hey, but that's what writing is about, is going back and fixing what didn't work the first time. So true. Um, so, pantsing versus planning. So, first of all, this is one of those binaries that is really a spectrum, and there are plenty of, of those I around, think there's right? there's no real binaries except for, like, binary code, <laughs> but that's also coming from a non-binary person, so... Light switches. Okay. <laughs> Dimmer switches. <laughs> you either believe in binaries or you don't. Well, I mean... Okay. <laughs> So a pantser is someone who writes with no plan. Um, these are also called discovery writers, where you just kind of sit down and you let the story take shape as you're writing. Yeah, and I would say that the term comes from the longer term, flying by the seat of your pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you get the weird term pantser. Yes. A planner, on the other hand, is someone who writes a detailed plan, so like an outline or a zero draft Um and then expands it out into actual into actual prose. So they have a plan at the beginning, and they follow the plan as they're as they're writing. But then you also have plancers that are somewhere in the middle, where maybe you have some elements that are planned out, and you have some elements that are that are pantsed, or you have lots of elements that are planned out. But then once you get into it, you just kind of say toodaloo to your outline and go where your heart takes you. Yeah. And what's the application of these? Not really. It, like, applies to your process, and, like, you can click your badge on, like, the NaNoWriMo website. And yes. And like, I declare myself a planner this year, or a planter, or a planter. Um, but beyond that, it's not super important, but knowing the lingo is, like, you have to know the jargon of any field that you're in, right? Um, but it can help inform you in constructing your process which we will do an episode coming up in this Writing Fundamental series. Yes. Um, and also it helps you avoid comparison because, like, some people are hardcore planners, and, like, if you are not a hardcore planner like me, you can look at all these people with their beautiful outlines and all their bulletin boards and whiteboards and everything and just be like, wow, why can't I be like them? But it's okay to not be like them. You just have to, like, do you. Yeah, and I mean, to really drive that point home, you don't want to... Uh, try to fulfill expectations for a process that isn't yours kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, I mean, Rain, you're talking from the perspective of uh, leaning more towards a pantser, looking at the, you know, the trappings of planning. Um, and you could definitely go at it the other way where it's like, oh, like, I feel so bad that I can't, like, just sit down and start writing kind of thing. Like, I have to plan it out. Like, wow, what a terrible writer I am. And that's not the point. Yeah. Like the point of these labels is to be descriptive about your process and descriptive not prescriptive. Yes. Yes, descriptive about about your process. And so it can help you to manage your expectations where it's like, okay, you know, Zach has a meticulous outline. He does not. Okay? He doesn't. <laughs> uh, has a meticulous outline. I don't. I'm a, you know, I'm a pantser. He's a planner. It's all good. Yeah. Going back to last episode. It's all good. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Maybe, Just maybe right. that should be the actual name of this series. Whatever floats your boat. Writing fundamentals. 
That would be so long on my like Substack thing when I'm publishing it. Yes. Like, that's a very long title, but we'll think about it. Um, some advantages of each thing. Planters, sorry, not planters, panthers, and potentially also planters yeah. can get out of the gate faster than planners can. They can like, they're the type that just like sits down and they just like let the words flow. Mm-hmm. They don't feel the need to plan beforehand, and that's okay. Often, I would say this leads to more revision. Than yeah. Yeah. A planner does. Mm-hmm. So pick your poison, I guess. Well, yeah, and that's what what that's what happens with planners is that planners tend to need less drafts than mm-hmm. pantsers do just because a planner has already thought about it before. Um, so there, there are trade-offs, right, where a planner may be like, oh, my goodness, I got to do all this prep work and I need to do all this research and, you know, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. So it takes them a long time. And with the pants or with the pantser, it's just okay. I'm going to sit down and I'll figure it out later. And it's the figuring out later that takes a long time. Everybody's yeah. going to spend time on their writing process. It's yes. just where you choose to put the time. Writing does take forever, but it's so rewarding yes. at the same time. Like I want to like drive home that point and say like, if this is going to take time, this is going to take energy, and it is going to be hard. But like, nothing worth doing was ever easy, right? Yep, agreed. Yeah. Um, so how do you like how do you find out if you are a pantser or a planner or somewhere in between? Like what do you what do you do to figure it out? Uh you have to try them out. Like <laughs> like I I didn't realize that pantsing was an option for like many years into my writing career. Mm-hmm. So like my first like novel that I published well Actually, I started out as a pantser. Mm-hmm. Like, I just started with, like, no plan. I, like, dreamed up my first novel from, like, this scene in my head. It was, like, going to be, like, friends to lovers around a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be so cute. So I, like, totally, like, pants that first novel. But then I planned my second novel because I thought I had to. I thought planning was, like, the right way. And this goes to show that there is no right way to do it. But I have more planning for All Hail the Queen of Hearts than I do for, like, any other novel I've ever done, I think. Because uh-huh. I was like, I was talking, I'm like, this is the way you write a novel. Um, but it's okay to not write the novel the way some big writers say you have to. Yeah. I think I, very similar. My first novel was completely, was completely pants from beginning to end. All, you know, I want to say 400,000 words at the end of the day. It was a lot. It was way too much. That's, like, a lot. It was a lot. It was way too much. Yeah. Um, And then for my second project, I started moving more towards the plantsing kind of thing where I wrote out some character profiles and I had, you know, some beats that I wanted to hit, Mm -hmm. but I was still discovery writing throughout. And I feel like as I've tried, I remember for my nano project last year, no, not last year, the year before last, I tried to do a meticulous outline where I went through and said, these are each of the chapters, this is what happens in the chapter, this is the viewpoint character, that kind of thing, and it did not work for me. Like, Mm -hmm. it was the most painful, like, it was like pulling teeth to actually, to actually write the darn thing. Um, and so I learned that I am solidly in the middle. And I'm guessing that most people are somewhere in the middle rather yeah, than on I, the two I am extremes. also solidly in the middle, maybe leaning a little more towards, like, discovery writing simply mm-hmm. because that's what's fun for me. Like, I've said before on the podcast, like, editing is not as much fun for me as the first drafts, which is okay. Um, also, I wanted to note something because we have just so much time left in this episode. 
<laughs> um, we've only been going for like five minutes, and these are ten minute episodes. So you said that like your first, uh, your first novel you ever was probably around four hundred thousand words. Yeah. Uh, and this leads me to a quick question of like overriding versus underwriting, which is uh-huh. not exactly planting versus planning. Uh-huh. Um, pan- I keep saying planting instead of pantsing. <laughs> Words are so hard for me today. Um, but, like, I also want to emphasize it's okay if you underwrite or overwrite. Like, yes. It just is – your editing process will, again, be different. Like, if you overwrite, you will be cutting down. If you underwrite, like me, you will be building it up and bulking it out. Yeah, and, I mean, I've mentioned this on the podcast before as well, but I – I tend to overwrite many, many times. Like, I told you the story about how I had this project. I was super proud of it. It was 20,000 words long, and I was working on it, and I realized that the emotional core of the story was misplaced, so I moved the emotional core back into place and ended up cutting 12,000 words. Yeah. And if I was trying to salvage that first novel, it would be, like, like, really, like... We're cutting out tons of stuff. Uh, probably hundreds of thousands of words. Hundreds of thousands of words. Especially if it's aimed at, like, YA, where the average is, like, 70K. Yes, yes. So, yeah. And we, we will get into the business of writing another time and how many mm-hmm. words, like, your novel, quote, should, should, unquote, be. For those of you who don't have the benefit of the video feed, that doesn't exist. We're doing air quotes around should. Yeah, there's no such thing as should in writing. Should will ruin your life. Yeah. Like, that is actually my new philosophy, and I'll talk about it more another time, but yeah. Uh, I would also like to emphasize that your planning versus pantsing style can shift from project to project. Mm -hmm. For example, my capstone class in creative writing right now is having to do almost entirely discovery writing. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, our professor was like, Oh, come to class on this day with nothing planned. Like, if you you can, like, think about your story, you can't write anything down. Mm. And that felt a little extreme to me. And now I'm, like, actually writing. And he, like, had, like, a scene contract. And he's, like, plan your three scenes in your first chapter. Uh-huh. And then from there, it's just, like, Good okay. luck. Have fun. Good luck. Have fun. Um, But, like... You can try out the different styles, and it's okay. And if you don't, if one doesn't resonate with you, try the other. And if neither of them resonate, find some mix or blend of the two. And it will take time. It will definitely yeah. take time. And a, a hack to cut down the amount of time it'll take is that try your hand at some short stories first. Because if oh, yeah. you try a short story pantsing and doesn't work out, it takes a lot less time to finish a short story to figure out and figure out this isn't working for me than it does to finish a novel. This is true. Uh, just a quick question Question I don't know if either of us will have an answer to off the top of my head, but about how long did it take you to find your writing style? I'm trying to like do the math in my head right now, but I'm talking in this hard. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. So I wrote my first novel back in 20... That was a long time ago. So <laughs> I would say that I had not settled on like how... I'll say this. I wrote the first draft of a of the novel that I I'm feeling I'm feeling like is going to be feeling like is going to be my debut maybe I hope so fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed I wrote that in the fall of twenty I want to say twenty seventeen I think was when I wrote that is that. The I yeah, it's the Black Crescent. Black Crescent, yeah. So See, I think my first w- novel was the Black Black Cloud. So I always want to <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say the Black Cloud. I'm like, that's not it. It's the that's same not initials. It. Uh, Black Crescent. 
Yeah, so I think it took me probably like three or four years, three or four years to figure yeah. out what my process was. It also took me about three or four years. So for those of you just starting out, you have an exciting three or four years. <laughs> but it might take less time. It might take less time. It might take more. We are just like averaging our experience, and it happens to average through three or four years. But we have really small sample size. Like, for a statistically significant sample, you got to have like 30 sample size, 30 samples. Or something like that. So, pull your friends and family who write. <laughs> We're having so much fun with this episode. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so, in sum, pantsing versus, versus planning, they're both wonderful. They both have strengths and weaknesses. Explore. Find out what works for you. Let us know... Let us know about your writing journey in the comments. Write us a review. Send us an email. Let us know how it's been for you. We'd love to hear. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to Quid Pros Quo. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.